Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I am Inez Franklin, your host for today. Today's reading is from Proverbs 22, verse 15. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child but the rod of discipline will drive it far away. On June 22, 1993, the Houston Post had a banner headline that read, United States Losing a Generation. About one-fourth of all 10 to 17-year-olds are at risk of failing to lead productive lives. Why? High-risk behavior, drugs, sex, liquor, etc. In a word, no discipline, either at home or at school. Yikes. Now, today's proverb says that and then some. The word for folly is foolishness, and it says in this proverb, it's bound up in the heart of a child. Now, that's a hard proverb to hear, isn't it? You wouldn't see this one on a fortune cookie. When we dream of having a child, we don't think of the hours and sweat and effort that we're going to spend unbinding foolishness from his or her heart. When we look at that beautiful baby sleeping, we don't think, There's a battle going on in that baby's heart. When we send our teenager off to college, we don't think, did we discipline enough for her or him to drive away the foolishness bound up in his or her heart? We tend to think other parents have to do that. They have to think about those things because our child is going to be wonderful with good morals and wisdom. However, our experience teaches us otherwise, doesn't it? For what child has not done something foolish by the time they're two years old? We can't even say that they don't know what they're doing because we've all met at least one child that gives us that look, you know, that look that says, I know what I did and I'll do it again. Just dare me. We have a black lab. Her name is Noelle and she loves it when our grandchildren come over. She loves to play with them and follow them all over the house. She loves it when they pet her and they scratch her tummy. She loves it when they play with her and her toys. But that's not the reason Noelle loves it when they come. She loves it because they feed her. In fact, her favorite game is to sit perfectly still right next to the table when we're having dinner and open her mouth ready for the rain of food that comes. And we tell our children not to feed Noelle, that people food makes her sick. It makes her throw up to have diarrhea. And sometimes we've had to actually take her to the pet hospitals with pancreatitis. Okay, that might have been a big word. But the point is, don't feed the Noelle. It's not good for her. But it doesn't work. Quite often, children make foolish decisions. And it's up to us parents, grandparents, loved ones, to help our children learn wisdom. And sometimes it does require discipline. In the word in the Hebrew, this discipline, it's education with a force. Education that has enough of a consequence, enough of a cost, a correction that is not easily forgotten. So when our grandchildren play Noel's favorite game of feeding her, I have to step in and discipline. My solution usually is to put Noel outside which they really don't like. The kids get very upset when they see Noelle sitting out at the door, staring at us, sad, you know, she definitely knows how to play the game. But they finally agree not to feed her so she can be inside. And that is until the next visit, because somehow they seem to forget and they play the game all over again. 
The truth is, we're all tempted to be rebellious and selfish and greedy and so much more. We all bear that stain of sin. And were it not for Jesus, we would all be doomed to death and justly condemned. We make a bad use of our freedom to choose, and it starts very young. And we know that sin is fatal, that it kills things. It kills relationship. It kills opportunities. It kills hope. It destroys and divides. And we rarely commit a single sin. We tend to commit a sin combined with other sins. And not only that, but families transmit sin. We pass down distorted relational patterns, and we pass down foolishness. You've heard it said, victims victimize, hurt people hurt others. And if we take this information and pair it with the proverb, you and I, we would be stressed out as parents, like how do we unbind sin or this foolishness from our child's heart? I mean, how much discipline does it take? And, and probably if you're a parent and you've had a child or a number of children and they've grown up, you know this, sometimes there's not enough discipline to have a child stop from doing foolishness. Sometimes the consequences of foolishness becomes the education they need to live out. Sometimes kids have to learn the hard way. But to the extent that we can, we can try to help them grow in wisdom, grow in understanding, and hopefully release some of this foolishness from their core. We must be wise to educate our children through the careful use of our authority, as this proverb tells us. Yes, with enough force, not not physical force, but with enough strength for our child to be impressed by the importance of not doing that behavior. And, And we have to make sure that that has enough cost so that at least it's less expensive than the cost of the consequences that they would face immediately or long term if they did not stop their foolish behavior. And we can't do that by ourselves. We need God to help us with that. Remember, God was, is a perfect, perfect father, a perfect parent. He created us. We are his children. And we rebelled against him. And what did he do? He gave up his life to protect us, to save us, to restore us. So in a way, as parents, this proverb is one of those that we can't read by itself. If the Bible was just made up of this one proverb, we as parents would probably decide not to have children. Thankfully, the rest of the Bible reminds us that we have a loving God who pursues us and he pursues our children. So when we cannot seem to undo foolishness from their heart, a particular part of their journey that they can't seem to disconnect from, we have to trust that God will pursue them and will save them because that's what he's done for us. And so we can believe that God will care for them even more than we care for them. So yes, we take our responsibility seriously, right, to care for our children, but we also hold our children open-handed, recognizing that we are but stewards of this life, that we try to steward it well, but ultimately they belong to God. So today, parents, if you're listening to this and you think, wow, what am I going to do about this one kid who's so rebellious? Well, definitely do your best, but also give him to the Lord. Let me pray for us. Father, thank you for being a good and perfect father. When I look at this problem, I'm recognizing that I too am the child that has foolishness bound in my heart. If it were not for your perfect love, your grace, your mercy, your sacrifice through your son, Jesus Christ, I would be but hopeless. Lord, your discipline, when you discipline me in my heart, while it might be uncomfortable, it is good 
it is nourishing, it is equipping, it is strengthening. And Lord, we want to do our proper way of caring for our children, using this authority well, that we might help them avoid some of the consequences of some of their actions. So Lord, help us, guide us in that way. And Lord, Father, protect our children. We just want to raise up the generations that are growing up right now with such a complicated world. Would you I just lift them up, that you would protect them, that you would chase after them, that you would care for them. Lord, all those kids who are going off, went off to college and are starting their fall season, so much opportunity to make foolish decisions. Father, would you remind them of all the lessons the parents had given them, all the good things that have been already put in their hearts, and would you protect them, even from themselves sometimes. Thank you, Father, for your love for me, for us, for our children. Thank you for your love. Nothing can separate us from it. And we are deeply grateful for that. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.